0: One distinct caveat that we mention often about the content in this podcast and of the just philosophy itself is that this philosophy and work is for those interested in overall wellness. If your priority or intention in life is not to try and live a lifestyle of overall wellness, then this wisdom we share most likely will not resonate. We respect everyone where they are on their journey and want everyone to live in the way they feel they should, which is why we do issue caution with the overall perspective of this information. However, if we don't know or have an intention for our lives or don't know what overall wellness is, then we theoretically can't know if this philosophy would be optimal for us. And that's where this episode comes in, to expand on what overall wellness is and how it can improve your overall life experience. We want to give a shout out and a thank you for all of those of you who have engaged with our content, shared it with friends, family, and social media, and supported the world by working on you. And coming up is our four-year anniversary of recording and releasing this information. And so we are sending a tremendous amount of gratitude out to you. And now, let's journey. Thank Wise with Aaron and Alexander
1: uncovering our authentic self
0: through self awareness, conscious communication, and emotional responsibility. You have found us. This is the Wise Wise podcast. I am Aaron Keith,
1: I'm Alexander. Thank you,
0: and this is a podcast where we talk about a philosophy called the Just Philosophy and it helps us live a more authentic life but also with overall wellness as a priority and in the past we have actually called it energetic wellness Mm. before the five levels started coming into play if you don't know what those are yet please look in our show notes and also check out that episode on the five levels so i wanted to do an episode on overall wellness because when I try to explain to people what this philosophy is about, I understand overall wellness when I'm saying it. But to really go into detail about what is overall wellness, I feel like I have a lack of understanding exactly what we mean, you mean, the philosophy means by this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I need to get a better understanding so that I have that Foot in the ground, I can pull from my complete understanding of this concept and even possibly put it in the words that this person may need to hear it versus the words that maybe you would say or we would say on the podcast.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I think this is a good time to bring this up because I do enjoy clarifying any aspect that's not understood fully of this work. We're going to start with the very first level of what are the most important things. In most people's lives, and I'm not saying these are the most important, but these are just some that this work is based off of, is our own happiness and contentment with ourselves and who we are, how we're representing ourselves to the world, and how we're being received. Then we have our family, to whatever extent that may be. It may be parents still involved, siblings. It may be a marriage with children. And then there's career and In the career, of course, for many people, uh, some people work jobs, some people have careers that they're continuing to develop, and then some type of spirituality or religious, something outside of the self. Those are like what I would say is the main areas that people focus on to feel fulfilled in life. So when I say overall wellness, that's all of these areas Being fed in a similar and equal amount so that everything feels fulfilled. Now, I may not mean when I say equal amount, that may not be to a certain percentage because a person may be happier to give their work less attention, to give more to their family or to even their self development or something like that. So, I'm not saying equal percentages across all of these boards because that's what's going to be individual for people. You have the right to divide that up however you want, but if a person doesn't ever take time to kind of map that out, it's very hard to know what is being fulfilled and what isn't. So in my private practice, I just work with a lot of Many times, melancholy, people that just aren't happy or content, and a lot of times they don't know why. Some people I work with, they've got pain, they've got discomfort that they're trying to work with. So see, they know what they want to focus on to get rid of, to enhance their lives. But some people just feel discontent. And we use many tools to help dissect all of that down. And as I said in the past, where that's concerned, it's our cosmic makeup, or what our birthday shows astrologically, and our environment of where we were raised from zero to seven, and then the traumas that happened mainly in those years but throughout our whole lives, and that helps us to understand when we have that cosmic makeup, that gives us the energetic breakdown, so that helps to describe why people are affected the way they were during that first seven years of the environment and why siblings experience parents or living environments very differently. So see, it can sound like a very in-depth and even complex way to look at things, but it's all connected. It's all very interconnected. So when we use the term of the overall good, that's that success is when a person has these five different areas that they can look at either one and breathe easy that, no, they're all getting fed the amount that I feel is fulfilling. And this is what can also be called being in the flow of life, that you're not pushing anything. You're looking to divide so that everything is being fed. And sometimes with goals and people that are striving for certain types of success, the problem is that other of these areas have to really suffer. And so that's what we're trying to bring to people's forefront of their knowing is that there is a cost to everything that you do. And if you're really looking for overall wellness, you're going to pay attention to all these costs. And the physical body and discomforts and pains are some of the very first messages that were given when it doesn't get received through the intuition. So see, we're looking to also look at all five levels, the physical, the mental, the emotional, the energetic, and the spiritual. So with any subject or any issue we're dealing with, we're going to break it down on those five different levels. So this becomes a very in-depth way to look at life, but it's really the basic breakdown of everything is vibration. And when you look at life through the lens of vibration, it can help take the personal judgment out of it, which helps to take some of the emotional away, so that we can see it consciously or clearly. And that simply means in this work that you're not seeing it through an emotional mask or an emotional view. You're seeing it outside of the emotions while we respect and teach how to process the emotions. So emotions aren't bad. This isn't an attack on emotions. So this is just a whole different way of looking at, again, overall wellness, and I'm looking forward to breaking it down even more.
0: You mentioned the five areas where we put our energy and we're seeking an equal contentment across all five of those, right?
1: Yes, yes. That's the individual part for each individual. But many, many people haven't ever even considered what it does take to fulfill all of those areas. That's the very first step to help people to realize that you're more than likely not going to experience very much contentment when you haven't taken the time to know what will give you that sensation. And so that's uh, one of the very first steps of learning to be your authentic self is what is going to fulfill you. And if you don't know, let's break it down and let's get to know that individual self deeper. Which is going to help you as you understand yourself deeper,
0: help you to understand those around you
1: much deeper, which increases the intimacy in your
0: relationships. And the reason this is also so important is because when I or you or people listen to the podcast or other people out there, the listeners, try to share our work, people may not agree immediately with it and one of the things we strive to say is, this may not be for everybody because we're coming from the perspective of this overall wellness. This philosophy is a recipe for overall wellness. Mm -hmm. So if you understand what overall wellness is, which is why we have this podcast episode, if you resonate with everything we're saying, then you may want overall wellness in your life. Then if you do, and you follow the just philosophy, and you're honest with yourself, as you're following it and doing the work, then you're going to arrive at overall wellness at some point
1: Yes, because you're going in that direction. And this is more like a way of life than just a mental understanding or, or conceptual. This is actually breaking things down of what to actually do in situations to change the outcome. So this is a very applicable type of philosophy or way of life. And, you have an opportunity to utilize it almost in every minute or every interaction with others that you have. It's a way to use, as we have five pillars, and one of those is that everyone can be your teacher and every situation has something for you to learn in it. And when you just have that attitude, it changes your whole way to approach each interaction that you're in because it's not about being right or wrong anymore. It's not about teaching somebody else something all the time. It's about being the student and learning what, through your resistance and what you want to resist, what is the role that this person may possibly be playing for you in the present to remind you of what healing or what releasing needs to still happen from the past. We just continue to go deeper, deeper into these concepts and the understandings and the actual application of it as this podcast goes on.
0: And I think a lot of what's in the Just Philosophy helps expedite our growth and maturity because in my mind, the older you get, the more wisdom you gain based on your experiences. And the older generations have a lot of wisdom that they had to go through a lot of painful experiences to get. And I feel like this structure that the Just Philosophy sets up helps us to not always need to go through those painful experiences. Even though some of us sometimes need to touch hot stoves, that is metaphorically, not necessarily physically touching hot stoves, but it does set up a structure so that we can live life more fruitfully and get more out of our experiences and and live more deeply. I feel like most people would say, if you ask them, what is the point of, of life? What is the point of living? What are we supposed to do here? And most people say to be happy. But what does that actually mean? And how can we keep this level of happiness as long as we can? And this is what we talk about. And we may not use the word happy. We use contentment because mm-hmm. happy is more of a more of a higher emotion mm-hmm. than contentment where it's more of a neutral satisfaction of life and just enjoying and having gratitude for what you have yes, and what you don't have.
1: Because even with that, Most people are seeking happiness or they'll reply with that, but they don't accept that then you have to go through sadness to know the difference of what happiness really means. But when you seek contentment and acceptance and gratitude through faith and through love and through trust, then that's the people that in my time, the wise people I've run into, that's what they hold. That's what they experience they're not seeking for anything. And many great teachers from the past have, even Jalal din Rumi, one of my favorite Sufi poets, says that the the harder you seek something, the further away it gets from you. And it's also been said, when you love something, you know, set it free. And these concepts have very, very deep instruction in them. When you take the time to experience love through complete freedom, and that if you're experiencing love with another person and they have complete freedom that they could be with anybody doing anything and they're truly choosing to be there with you in that moment. See, that's not any kind of control. That's true, deep love and caring for one another to want to be together at that moment. And so how we see ourselves to our relationship with the divine, whatever that is for How you describe it is up to you, but this gets into that our well-being and our contentment many times is deeply connected to our relationships or the intervals in life, as music calls it, intervals, the spaces in between the notes. Looking at everything through frequencies, that's kind of how relationships start to become visual in this work is to be able to see these different intervals and how close we are or how far apart we are in how we see things and operate on a day-to-day. But it doesn't have to be that one's better than the other or one's right or one's wrong. It's just the recognition of the differences. And when you're able to recognize the differences between you and someone else without judgment, then you're able to communicate optimally. And this is where this work really helps with the relationships in our lives, because communication, which builds respect, which deepens love and connection, comes from. So that's just another aspect of the intention of this work and this philosophy and uh, the view of it being a frequency-based view of how to look at life.
0: Yeah, you just mentioned intention, and I feel like that is very important for a person to know. What is their intention of their life? What direction are they going? And you've mentioned, I don't know where it came from, but you mentioned, uh, if you don't know where you're going, any path will get you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that's very important to contemplate because where you want to go is going to determine what philosophy or what morals, what standards you hold yourself to. Mm-hmm. Well said. You know, if that's not something that the listeners out there have done yet, that would be something that I would suggest meditating on.
1: Well, even with the name of this, the just philosophy, it's just another way. That's not to demean it in any way or put it above anything else, but it was designed to be an all-inclusive system to help with all of these things that we have just introduced. The invitation is to just... Utilize some of this work, put it into practice on a daily basis, and see if you don't get different returns. This isn't a belief system. The only belief that is involved in it is that basic understanding of our first pillar, that everything's in divine order, whether we understand it or not, or find the divine order in the chaos in life. There are things that we have to experience on this plane that can't be intellectually explained. And so if you don't feel that there is a higher power or higher energy out there, a higher intelligence, whatever, again, you want to call that, we just use the language of that divine energy. That's the only belief that there is this energy out there that is overseeing and we are co-creating our experience, not necessarily the outcome but our experience while we're going through it because we get the free will of perception to change our perception of how we see an experience. That doesn't necessarily change the experience of what really happened, but we have a very powerful gift in our mind to be able to utilize it in ways to help us where our culture has got stuck into using the mind and how to tear things down A whole lot in our culture. So we're just looking to shift those scales a little bit and to lift people up and how to, with self-reflection and a little discipline and hard work, we can truly shift the consciousness of this planet.
0: So my intention for putting together this episode was to communicate what overall wellness is. If people are seeking it or whether they don't know that they're seeking it, we would be able to map out a way for them to determine after listening to this episode whether this is something that they're seeking and maybe to dive more deeper into the just philosophy and all of our podcast episodes or this isn't for them and at least they have a new perspective that is out there that this is sitting there waiting for them whenever they're ready so i may ask you some questions that to you may seem very similar but they may need to be heard in different ways I did want to ask, what are the benefits of overall wellness? If we do this philosophy and we are working toward achieving overall wellness, how would our lives benefit?
1: Well, just in mainly all the areas that we discussed, again, a certain sense of fulfillment. And we can pick any one of those levels, but we'll say just the relationship thing that... Two people may have been together for many years, say 10 to 15 years, and how one of them gets into some self-development and how they understand more about themselves and reveal that about themselves, if their partner is open to it, they could do the same thing, and they're just going to deepen their understanding of themselves and of each other simultaneously, and it has the opportunity to increase the communication drastically, which could be extremely beneficial for the kids that they're hypothetically raising. So see, this has a cascade that many times I'll describe it to people in a way that if you want to help your family, then do your own work. As you're doing your work, you're helping to dissolve the family lineage and people in your family actually benefit from it. And they don't have to know even that anything's going on. Once again, one of my greatest teacher, Sam, taught me back in my late 20s that to be of service, no one really ever knows that you did anything. And that's the type of service that I'm discussing through the self authenticity search and to see how we have gotten off of our divine given plan or makeup, so to say, to try to fit into our families and our culture and that's what's creating a lot of distress for people. And I think there's just a major urge for people to want to really know who they are and what they're here for and what it is to accomplish. And I think that's part of the fulfillment on all of these levels when someone is following that so-called purpose that they feel led to do. That is one of the biggest fulfilling things that casts down in all these other areas. So some people may pull back from how much energy they give their job because maybe it's not a career and they can see that, hey, I can still work these eight hours, but I don't have to invest as much so that I can have it to give to my kids when I get home. But again, if somebody doesn't just think about that, most people are in survival mode and they're just out there doing their best every day, but they don't realize the cost that their best in this one area is costing them in other areas. So again, when they get seen as dissatisfactory in any area, it can give lots of people frustration and say, why do I even try? And these are some of the types of clients that I find in my office that really don't even know where to start normally of why they feel like their life is
0: off track. In the past, we have mentioned that the just philosophy on our path to overall wellness is to help us understand ourselves more deeply deepen our relationships, and heal or optimize on all five levels. Can you come in and expand on that a little bit?
1: To understand oneself more clearly. This is where the astrological information really comes in. And In this work, we happen to utilize the human design and the destiny card system. For those of you that have been listening, you've heard us mention these over and over. And it helps to understand your energetic makeup, how things are and people are, are affecting you in the world and how you're affecting them. And it also helps you to understand your personality uh, makeup and what in your personality may be keeping you from your highest self. So when you have all of that, those three main components of information, you can really start dissecting how far or how close you are from that person. See, when I'm sharing readings of this information to people, many times they'll say, like when we're sharing parts about their higher self, they'll say, Oh, I don't really feel that or see that connecting with me at all. And that can be a sign of how far off that person is. For example, I'm a Queen of Hearts birth card, which is my higher self. My Ten of Clubs personality card is very, very different energy. So the Ten of Clubs is. 10 being a master number and clubs being of information, to have this insatiable search to, for information and for knowledge and for truth, so to say. But the queen of hearts is this loving mother energy. So the big part of my personal work was gaining a lot of knowledge, studying many different paths but seeing how people didn't want to receive that from me from an intellectual position. And that over many, many, many years, now approximately 25 years, I've developed and leaned more into that loving mother of the Queen of Hearts. But in my 20s, when somebody introduced this to me, I had no idea why or how I was going to be a loving mother and how that was going to represent in my life. But then life set up a situation for my partner at the time, Sherry, to be taken, and I was only 37 years old, and her boys that we were raising together were 15 years old. So I had to shift my energy to get out of my intellect to be more like uh, a mother for them so that they wouldn't be so imbalanced. So see, life took me in that direction to support me, but I had to embrace it and not stay angry, not not stay focused on what I lost, but embrace the lesson and learn to go in that direction. And now it's brought me full circle to be in front of people in many different situations and ways to share information that can just help them to work on their healing and their overall wellness. Very similar to how I did. I went through a major seven-year health crisis, excruciating chest pain and These techniques are what was developed and received through meditation, through practice, trial and error. And now we're working to give it out to people to to be of use to them on many different levels. So that's the search for the individual. And then as you search deeper in that, if you happen to be in a relationship, you're going to start to understand those around you more. If you happen to have a partner that is interested in this similar type of stuff, then as they learn more about themselves and you learn more about yourselves, like I said earlier, it just increases that intimacy, which can cascade down again into kids and other family members and that type of thing. And then the third one of working on your healing or the wellness on all five levels is that physical, mental, emotional, energetic and spiritual. And to understand that if you're going through any discomfort or pain, that Many times there's a component of all of these. No matter what issue you have, even if it's with someone else or a certain situation or a pain or discomfort, it more than likely started in the spiritual or religious level with doubt. And then that doubt activates the mental level, which brings in judgment. And through that judgment and assessment, it activates a certain emotion. And then once that emotion is activated, it drains the energetic field or the aura that has been proven by Western medicine now to exist. And as that aura or that energy field gets weakened or even the chakras, it makes the physical body more vulnerable to illness and injury. So whatever you're dealing with out there in the world, it has five different levels that in order to optimize the wellness or the healing of it needs to be looked at and so this is where many people will heal something in the physical body, but they don't take care of it even on the mental or much less the emotional or the energetic, and therefore it weakens people's spiritual or religious connection to that divine energy. So that's a summary of all of these main parts of this way of life or this philosophy and how it can benefit people.
0: When you were talking about how this helps people understand themselves more authentically. I feel like part of people's discontentment in life is possibly not living their authentic life or who they are made to be. And just one example, as you were talking, is maybe somebody whose parents had all these expectations on what career that their child should have and pressure around money and maybe social status And there was all that pressure and influence on this child and this child grew up and went through all of that education to become a doctor or become a lawyer and then are just doing it because their parents had that expectation that they placed on them and maybe they're not happy.
1: Which creates approval issues. So many people become very successful out there in the world, but all of these other areas, those other four levels outside of the career – suffered. And then once you arrive at that plateau or something you've been working for so long, you don't really have anyone to share it with. Again, we're not saying being goal-driven oriented is wrong here. We're just saying that there is a cost. And the more that you pay attention to that cost, people see success in different ways. And sometimes it's meeting that goal. And sometimes it's somebody not meeting that goal, but recognizing what it's doing to their Relationships or their family, or even to their health. And they're not willing to reach that goal once they recognize the cost. And so we're trying to do our best to share with people to work to balance out that cost and make sure that you're getting fulfilled in these main areas of your life. So, with that said, I would like to turn it around and ask Aaron here how, now that he's been working with this philosophy and incorporating that into his way of life for approximately five years, what would be some of your own words to share with everyone of the benefits that you feel that you've experienced uh, while doing this work?
0: Listening to you explain uh, some of my questions, I think what overall wellness and the philosophy means to me... I really connect with the living more authentically. And I think about my path here and where I was when I met you. I was looking for something, a spark, a direction. And I can see it in other people who are starting to join us on this path to self-growth, utilizing the podcast and the Just Philosophy. I see a spark in them once they start to learn more about themselves It's like the light turns on. They're no longer just droning away at doing something that they were told to do or thought they had to do to make a living. Suddenly, there's a reason or or a meaning for them to exist and something to really get motivated and, and energetic to get up out of bed every day to really focus on and do because I feel like once somebody finds their path, They find more energy and their life automatically becomes more fulfilling. And sometimes when this happens, the universe starts to snap more things into place. And maybe it's just that person becoming more aware of things. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like you start to feel like you are more in the flow of life when you are living your more authentic self. But I would also say that even though this philosophy and overall wellness and the way you're describing it here today on this episode seems or could seem, more complex, I will say that to me it seems to be more simple. We are kind of rolling back to getting closer to nature, and all of these principles and that we're discussing here are really based on energy. So we're, mm-hmm. we're basing it off of something real. It's not something you dreamt up one Just night. Just conceptual, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, concept- and, concept. and when I think about how we're living in life now... We're kind of being influenced by so many different things and people and energies. And this is kind of finding the real you outside of those influences.
1: Well said. I think that's important because another saying that you may hear often through these episodes is that you may not have as much free will as you think that you do. That we are being influenced through all of our senses, through toxic methods, and we don't get into the problem very much in this podcast, but we focus more on the solution-oriented thinking. So to see that you're being influenced on all five of the senses constantly out there in the world is that you just balance it out by feeding all of those senses things that nourish them. See, we don't have to fight against something. We just feed what works and what helps. And that's the whole supplemental view. And... At the same time, that's going to be different in different amounts for each individual. So see, individuality is so important in this work. And the more that we accept our individuality, the more compassion that we grow for other people's individuality. So a big part of coming to this earth plane is to cohabitate and to connect with others and to learn to work together. But there's still a very important part of the individual, and that everyone needs different amounts of alone time and alone time in nature to refuel and to replenish. So again, I think that this self-inquiry about oneself helps to generate the compassion for other
0: people's individuality as well. And just an example of that is how I sometimes make plans, and then as they get closer, I may not want to complete them. I may not want to go out on a Friday night, even though I said on Monday that I did. I told a friend that because variables change as Friday gets closer. Maybe mm-hmm. I didn't sleep well the night before, but we of course feel pressure to back up what we had originally said. But knowing that internally we can see our complexities and see reasons why things happen and then we may not want to go. Mm-hmm. So when a friend does that to us, when they make plans and then at the last second bail out, knowing ourselves internally on a more complex level allows us to have the compassion and the understanding that something could have come up in their life, Mm -hmm. that I don't need to take it personally, that they don't want to go out. And I don't necessarily need to be disappointed either because as I may have wanted the freedom to back out because things have changed, I also want to then give them the respect and freedom to do that as well.
1: Yeah, not asking anyone to do anything that you're not willing to either have already done a hundred times or more or willing to continue to do. So that's getting back into more of the conscious relationship stuff that we discuss and that what is fully supporting another person and that is to support them in a direction that they really feel is in their best interest. And yes, if that cancels plans with you, then it's your job to make sure that you're not depending on someone else for your own happiness or your good time. And that's what many times why those situations, accidents or situations will be created because someone does have a major reaction or resistance to something like that. So it's just really fun. And I wanted to bring that word in because we use the term the work a lot but for me, this way of approaching life m- has helped to make it fun, like to see and understand that although this person has the best of intentions, I can accept this about them because in that moment, like the example you were using, I can believe that you really wanted to go on Friday night on Monday when you're talking to that person. But I happen to know your profile in the human design is a 3-5 and I've been in many different types of relationships with three fives, and that's... A fairly consistent trait of three fives. And yes, the variables change as the week goes on. And that doesn't mean that you were necessarily lying to that person that you did want to go in that moment when you had that conversation. But yes, variables change and that we should really learn to be more flexible with people and accept that with love, with fun, with even contentment, that that's not someone else's responsibility to participate in for you to have that experience. That should be self-contained. And when two self-contained contentment people come together, that's where the potentially optimal human experience can exist. And I can say that I've experienced different levels of that very humbly and It is amazing, but it does take work in a relationship, both parties working on it to make that happen.
0: I did want to tap back into influences and say that it seems like if you aren't aware of your authentic self and you are allowing these influences to kind of guide you, you have the potential to end up being caught up in someone else's agenda.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes, and many, many people do have agendas. It's become quite an issue in our culture because it's very... Rare to find someone that is really just interested in having a conversation with you with no agenda behind it. Unfortunately, now with the pandemic and everything that we've gone through, it just seems that people are getting more and more on guard. But what I like to remind everyone of is the more you do know and understand yourself, the more you're able to handle yourself in awkward situations or even challenging situations. Because this is where we bring in again that truth doesn't need to be defended. That if you truly feel something to be true, you can speak it. And if somebody else feels a different way, you can accept that they feel a different way, and you're not threatened. And right now, it's just uh, it's very unfortunate, but almost everyone is on edge and feeling threatened and feel the need to verbally attack. And so. Again, this is a practice in managing your emotions and learning to not react to life, but to respond in life. And that comes from the more you practice knowing thyself, the more you're going to be practiced at avoiding those, I call them baiting, when people bait you to get into an argument or discussion that they have, like we were saying earlier, an intention or an agenda that they're looking to get across. And you can fall into a social situation like that very easily nowadays.
0: And if you are somebody new listening to this podcast, because I really feel like this episode is going to be like a cornerstone of getting the litmus test on whether they resonate with it or not, we do have many, many episodes on many of the aspects of the just philosophy that we are mentioning here. So don't get caught up in, oh my God, I need to, I I like that. I need to hear more try to grab like some keywords for what we were saying and, and do a search and so we do have uh, about a hundred episodes of information like this that you can feel free to peruse through Alexander I did want to ask you the question how do we know this is for us or maybe another way to put it is if you can complete the sentence of this overall wellness philosophy is for the people who dot dot dot.
1: okay so This is a great question. First of all, I want to say with the people, we want to tap into your intuition or your gut knowing. While you're listening to this, you may be getting a warm feeling somewhere in your body because people carry that sensation in different areas. For me, it's just below my rib cage and my solar plexus. When you drop out of an elevator or when you're in an airplane and you hit turbulence, there's normally an area of your body where you feel that. And many times when you're feeling something that is true for you, that area will really warm up and feel good. Now, the other way that you may know if this is for you is if you have a major resistance to anything in the way that it was presented. Because in this work, We look at what you resist the most is going to continue to show up in your life more and more and more. And also from the aspect that everything that grows comes through the act of friction. So that's why learning to make love with the friction in life, learning to lean into negative emotions when they show up, to learn to actually manage them and make them your friends so you're not so reactive to them is so important. These are all big parts of this work and I think that It's time on the planet for people to step into that level of responsibility, that your emotions are your responsibility. Many people, many of us have very hard stories that we've gone through in our lives, so I'm not denouncing any importance of people's experiences. I am saying that you don't have to be a victim to them, and you don't have to be stuck in that story. And this work is part of the path To help you get out. So many times when we have a major resistance to something, that is a sign that we do need to lean into it for our self-growth. Now, if you're listening to this and you don't have any resistance and you don't have any like warm intuition or gut feelings about this, and it's just more like neutral, then it may not be for you. So I wanted to give those three options to where you either really resonate with it, or you really resist something or parts of it and pay attention to that, cause for those two, it could be very useful. But if somebody listened to this and it just sounds like a uh, typical self-help stuff that somebody's just not interested in, then they're probably not gonna benefit from it very much at all.
0: And could you tap into like situations in life? Like if people are finding themselves in certain situations, what situations would make this a great candidate for them?
1: Well, I think just general discontentment and a passion to learn something that the public school system and our society hasn't uh, fulfilled. Like there there are people out there that feel unfulfilled and want to study stuff, but they maybe have never found the subject. That was the case for me. I was 26 years old before I got introduced to metaphysics, and that changed my whole projection of my life. There's many people out there that love each other but they can't communicate, and if you can't communicate many times, that tears down the respect, and it just over time slowly deteriorates the relationship, and some people will even stay together. Some couples, they say they do it for the kids, but both parties are very discontent, and so this is very unfortunate because one of my favorite things to do is to help people become more intimate together on all these different levels of relationships, and so if your relationships aren't to the level that you would like them to be, or if you would like to increase your communication with people, even at the workplace, or especially your children, or your parents, or your siblings, or friends, then this information is very, very useful. On another level, there is pain and discomfort and injuries. There's so much that the physical body is trying to tell us, and normally the messages have come to us in these intuitive ways that many people haven't developed to receive them, but when they're not received early, then eventually they turn into a physical issue. And this work can also help you break down what area of the body, why it's in that area, possibly how old you were when that trauma was initiated, and then more importantly, how to move through it and release it. So, from the standpoint that many people sometimes will get surgery on a certain part of their body but not change any of the other levels. And then over time of five years or so, the situation comes right back and they have to go under surgery again to where it's been proven over and over that if you release all five levels of that, like you're on the physical and then you go to the mental, like where the judgment is in your life and maybe the age that you were when the trauma happened – And what emotions it activated and how that has deteriorated your energy field over a long period of time to balance out that emotion is going to strengthen everything. And you balance out the emotion by having a proper release. And so we get into how to emotionally process. And so those are just a few ways. And I think that most anyone listening can relate to one of those three ways of something that they are not completely content in. So it works on many different levels and from many different directions that people may find
0: interest in this work. Yeah, for me, it was probably around the first one. I was somewhat discontent in my life, but I really didn't know where to go. I was in a situation where I had just had a breakup and I was suddenly living alone in the middle of nowhere And my plans were kind of attached to that relationship. And once Mm -hmm. that's removed, I guess I really wasn't or didn't know my authentic self. So I really didn't have my own plans. So I felt lost a little bit. Yeah. So I I was completely lost and I didn't know what to do or where to go. I was looking for guidance. And I know that is a very vulnerable place to be in because if you hear the wrong thing, you could end up believing something that you really shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And I had tried out some of this uh, spiritual conceptual stuff, some of the books out there, and they just didn't fit. They had a concept, but I couldn't really apply it to my life on every individual experience that I would have. And then when I met you and I started hearing you talk about the philosophy it just all started making sense. I was hearing things that I knew were true. I could feel that they were true, but I had never heard them said before. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was that feeling in my gut, like, wait a minute, this sounds so familiar, but I've never heard it before.
1: Well, one thing I remember in the beginning was you commenting on the energetic perspective and how that seemed to help you kind of put things together that you had had questions about. Being able to see everything from an energetic view As you were saying earlier, we even used to promote this as an energetic view. I recall you saying that that helped you in certain ways to put things together or to make some connections. Is there anything that you'd like to expand
0: on that? Yeah, one of the deepest ones that hit me initially was that you can't be angry unless you have anger inside you. Mm -hmm. Because I would always think that, oh, I'm not angry, I'm not angry. But if you're expressing anger, then you, then you have to be holding on to anger somewhere because it has to come from somewhere. Right. And usually we can fool ourselves and not think that it's there because it's out of sight, out of mind. But once it gets triggered and it comes out, that's when you know you have it. But you may not think that you have it because it's not in your awareness.
1: Yes, because it's important for people to, to understand that emotions are trained See, babies, and some people might say, well, no, babies have emotion and they haven't been around very long. But even in gestation, the child is being trained because in that fluid, information travels five times as fast as through air. So whatever the mother is experiencing in her environment, the child in that gestation is experiencing it five times as intense. So if the mother gets upset, those vibrations, those frequencies are being embedded into that child. So this is why that time of that, especially the first three years of life, but the first seven years counting the nine months of basic caring to term, that time is extremely important to how each individual is going to respond or react to their environment. And so remembering that's very important that emotions are trained and they're stored and then they're reacted upon as we grow older.
0: Yeah, and I would also add that I had felt, and whether this is because I'm an emotional empath in the human design or not, I'm not sure, but I had felt like I could feel subtle energies and it helped me understand people's perspectives before meeting you. But then the words that you were saying to describe all these things it helped me understand what I had been feeling my entire life. Just the subtleties of of why people do things, or maybe their emotions around certain types of uh, situations.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think that this has been a great so-called reintroduction to the intention behind the philosophy, and I developed it over 25 year span through many successes and failures whether that be in relationships or in understanding and getting to know myself in my health and battling through that as well so the intention is very pure and just wanting to assist people in this process of life there's no dogma that's connected to it and we just want to shine basically another perspective and that's why we call it just another way
0: and to wrap up this conversation, I wanted to ask, how do we know that we have reached or are on the path to reach overall wellness if people do suddenly get excited about all of this all of this work and they dive deeper into more of our episodes or go to your website at thejustphilosophy.com and read more about the Just Philosophy there and they start to really put the time and the work in, how are they going to know as they get closer to overall wellness?
1: Well, I think one of the first things to point out is the amount of resistance and friction that you have in your life. Because it's not always a matter of changing your situation or changing the people. But the majority of the time is changing your perception, changing your understanding, changes the situation and the people around you. So I think that that is one of the biggest recognitions is just how your frustration starts to subside a little bit, which aids the amount of time that you spend in anger or other negative emotions. And it is about managing your life and understanding that it's not about us always getting our way and that when we don't get our way, how do we respond? And so I think it's a fresh outlook for many people. But the main area to know that if you are actually doing the work, is the amount of resistance that you
0: have in your life starts to dissipate. Would you agree in your experience? Absolutely, yeah. And you can notice the amount of resistance based on how many emotional reactions that you have throughout the day, right? Yes,
1: yeah. So this is able to track your growth through basically the emotional level. It's one of the most reactive and one of the most non-subtle. So that's a good way to be able to track your progress is basically around your emotional processing and shifting from reaction to
0: responding. All right. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, Alexander, to clarify what overall wellness means in relation to the just philosophy. And I appreciate everybody out there listening and working on you. And with that, we'll move on and stay tuned for our three minutes of stillness. Take care, everyone. Appreciate your interest in self growth, conscious communication, and continuing to ask the wise, wise. And remember,
1: gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results.
0: The Just Philosophy, as discussed in this podcast, has been developed by Alexander over the last 22 years in his private practice, professional environment, and private studies. The information discussed is intended for educational purposes only. It is not meant as a replacement for conventional medicine. Just remember, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. Seek the wise. As we continue sharing this information, there are also multiple ways to share and support this work. Gain access to our exclusive content, behind-the-scenes footage, and other products that assist you on your self-awareness journey by joining our patron team in exchange for a monetary donation by visiting wise-wise.com slash patron. That is is slash P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Another way of support is by sharing this podcast with receptive individuals or even leaving a review on popular platforms such as iTunes or Facebook helps us introduce this work to others through the listener's words. We are also on most major social networks, so follow us along there or even join our Facebook group community. Continue your journey by visiting Alexander's website where you are able to book private consultations in person, by phone, or even Skype. Know thyself better with human design and destiny card reports and readings as mentioned in this podcast. View a calendar of his live performances and class schedule. Peruse his other products such as shirts, CDs, and the revolutionary VibroTune sound vibrational therapy tables that assist with subtle energy alignments. So grab that keyboard and go to thejustphilosophy.com for those goodies. That's T-H-E-J-U-S-T-P-H-I-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y.com. And if you love the touch of a soft shirt with a message that will warm your heart in resonation, then check out my company, Verity's Apparel where I am a one-man band doing it all from design to physically printing the garment it's sealing it all with a conscious touch. Just go to veritiesapparel.com. V-E-R-I-T-E-E-S-A-P-P-A-R-E-L.com. Thank you all for being a part of this journey with us.